0: You're listening to the Florida Bar Podcast, brought to you by the Florida Bars Practice Resource Center Legal Fuel, produced by the broadcast professionals of the Florida Bar.
1: Welcome to the Florida Bars Legal Fuel Podcast, brought to you by the Practice Resource Center of the Florida Bar. We are so glad you are joining us. This is Jamie Moore. I'm a practice management advisor at the Florida Bar and the host of today's podcast, which is being recorded from our studio in Tallahassee, Florida. Our goal at the Practice Resource Center is to assist Florida attorneys with running the business side of their law practices. We focus on a different topic each month and carry the theme through our website with related tips, videos, and articles. Legal services should be accessible to every person in Florida. However, many individuals may not know how to start the process in finding an attorney due to financial barriers or lack of understanding with the legal system. In an effort to close this gap, the Florida Bar Lawyer Referral Service came into existence in 1972. The Florida Bar's Lawyer Referral Service is one of the largest and oldest nonprofit services that was created to assist individuals that have legal needs by connecting them with licensed attorneys through referrals. Financial circumstances, languages spoken, geographic location, and the type of case are all taken into consideration when assigning a referral through the service. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how the BARS Lawyer Referral Service can connect the public with attorneys so they may find assistance navigating the murky waters of law. Attorneys can also benefit from the BARS Lawyer Referral Service by growing their client base while fulfilling their professional responsibility in providing legal services to individuals in their time of need. Joining us today to discuss the Bar's Lawyer Referral Service is Christine Bilberry, the Director of the Practice Resource Center. Christine Bilberry is the Director of the Florida Bar's Practice Resource Center and one of the hosts of the Florida Bar's Legal Fuel podcast series. In addition to the Practice Resource Center, Christine oversees all things related to the Lawyer Referral Service and is also the Staff Liaison for the Florida Bar Standing Committee on Mental Health and Wellness for Florida Lawyers. Christine holds a master's degree in business administration and a bachelor's degree in legal administration. She previously served as the principal firm administrator at area law firms in her hometown of Pensacola, Florida. Prior to joining the Florida Bar, Christine was a certified HR classroom and virtual trainer for the world's largest credit union. Welcome to the show, Christine. Well, thank you.
0: Uh, Welcome to our department. We're thrilled to have you join our team.
1: Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, so, Christine, normally you would be sitting in as a co-host for the Legal Fuel podcast series, but today I'm excited to have you here as a guest to discuss the bar's loyal referral service. I imagine that many of our bar members have heard of the service but aren't familiar with how the service works. Can you give our listeners a brief overview of of the service and how many Florida counties are served?
0: Absolutely. Back when I was a firm administrator, um, one of the firms I was at participated in the local lawyer referral service. So back then you'd get a big pile of stapled together sheets of paper and it would say, we sent you all these referrals, what happened? And so as the administrator or, you know, one of the attorneys would have to go through each one and say, yes, we saw this person. Yes, we took this case. No, we never saw this person, whatever. And then you'd mail this back. And it was, I didn't really think much more about it until I came to the bar years later. And it's bigger than that. And I, this is how I explain it to my um, LRS clerks because they don't realize that as in their part-time role, we have eight part-time lawyer referral service clerks and typically the vast majority of them are FSU students that plan to go to law school. So they're excited to come work at the bar, but I want them to understand how they're connected to the greater mission of the Florida Bar. So our lawyer, lawyer referral service is actually serving three different groups of people. We help the public, like you said. So um, a lot of times people, you know, something happens. They have no idea what area of law it is or how to get an attorney. That's just, you know, so foreign to them. So we help members of the public. We match them to a qualified attorney in the right practice area in their geographic area. Then, so we're helping the public. We help the, the members who sign up for the lawyer referral service, to like you said, grow their business. So they're getting this wonderful source of referrals. People know what the Florida bar is. A lot of them do, but they still don't know how to find a local attorney. So they're, they're trusting us. They're calling us to say, Hey, whoever your membership is, can help me out. So we are helping people build their business. But I think a lot of times people think, Oh, it's for new young attorneys Mm -hmm. or solos. And we actually have very established members who are high up in their firms but they like this source of, of referrals. They're not having to advertise. It's very low cost for them. So we're helping our members grow their business. And then lastly, it helps the mission of the bar because the money that we bring in from this service um, is going to you know help our loyal regulation department. It helps with all the other um, different programs we have to serve our members. So it's revenue coming in. So it's connecting again. So all three of those groups of people are being helped with the LRS. So the way it works here is an attorney signs up, um, they tell us, uh, they have to fill out an application, they tell us where they practice, um, what areas of practice they're in, and then they, uh, after they're approved, they go into a rotation. So when some member of the public calls, a clerk is going to, and it's kind of a round robin once you get in the system, so it's very fair not one person is getting all the referrals, it's going to sort them. We have a computer program that does that. Um, And so that's basically how it works.
1: And I like I like how you mentioned that it's fair because mm-hmm. you know it you want to make sure that everyone's getting a fair shot at getting the referrals so that's really important. Absolutely. And I want to talk about just the counties that are served. Oh yeah, I forgot you yeah. asked me about
0: that. Okay. We used to be I think we were 47 counties. We are now 53 of the 67 counties in the state of Florida.
1: Okay. All right, so There are some counties that are not served Mm -hmm. um, by our service. So how do attorneys get referrals if they are located in one of those counties? Like, for example, Miami-Dade. Okay. They have their own own system. What about those attorneys?
0: Absolutely. So. Um, In my role at the bar, um, I'm over the LRS, but I'm also, um, I help facilitate the local bars being allowed to have a lawyer referral service. So if you are a local voluntary bar, you would have had to have applied to the Florida bar to create the service. And so once we say, yes, you can do that, we stop making referrals to those areas. It's almost like you've gotten a franchise. We don't step on your toes once you've established your lawyer referral service. And that creates revenue because the local bars, um, because it's voluntary, you know, they struggle to get, uh, to have enough revenue come in to have a staff and everything. So we have the really populous areas is kind of where we've let the local bars take over. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to listen. There's 10. Um, Broward County, Uh, Clearwater, which is Pinellas County, um, Collier County, Miami-Dade, Escambia is Escambia and Santa Rosa, uh, Hillsborough County, and Jacksonville, because Jacksonville is such a big county, but they have some rural counties around them. So if you're in Baker, Clay, or Nassau, you're going to reach out to the Jacksonville Bar to get on their LRS. Lee County has their own. Orange County has their own. And finally, Palm Beach County. So those are the 10. They have to administer their LRS service according to Chapter 8 of the rules regulating the Florida Bar. So there's a whole procedure for them. But you can, if you are in those areas, we're not going to put you on our LRS, but you can definitely join an LRS uh, service.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know. So what if we have a caller that they're located in Broward County, but they just call, you know, the Florida Bar anyway? What what happens in that situation? All of our
0: clerks have all of the contact information. So they are going to say, and you know, thank you for calling us. Um, it, you have I self identified that you're in this county. Let me give you the contact information for, the, you know, Broward County or Miami's LRS service. So we immediately provide them with that information. We don't just say we can't help you.
1: Okay. So that's good. So yeah. they get where they mm-hmm. need to go. Perfect. So if let's just start from the beginning, we have someone that needs legal services. And they find the number on the website, mm-hmm. and they initiate that first interaction. What happens after that? Especially, okay. like, what if they only speak Spanish too? What?
0: Yeah, we always have Spanish-speaking clerks, and that's it's harder to find. But it's we've been real fortunate that we found FSU kids that um, you know that. Either it's they have become fluent. I have one right now who um, she studied abroad in Spain, and she she's developed her. She's doing this to keep her Spanish going. So she's not a native speaker, but she's fluent. Then we have other, um, fortunately, um, students that have come up from South Florida, where you know they've it, either it's they're by you know they've always been bilingual, or it's their native. So we're not throwing people on the Spanish line when you call in, you immediately are prompted that if you need the Spanish line, you can, you know, choose that prompt and it'll put you in the Spanish queue so that there's someone there that can help you.
1: Okay. So that's great. Mm -hmm. So they call and what information is collected from the caller?
0: It's very painless because I think a lot of people, um, and I warn the clerks this because if they haven't, these are college kids, they probably um, haven't seen a lot of the world. And it's a great inter, um, just kind of introduction to the legal world because they say they want to go to law school. Um, And one of the realities you mentioned that I'm the staff liaison for the mental health and wellness committee is um, being a lawyer can take a toll on your mental health. And it's one of the reasons is because you are interacting with people at maybe the worst moments of their life. Um, you know, maybe they're getting divorced or they've been in a car accident, they've lost a loved one. And so I have to prepare the clerks for that. All these different things, you're going to have to listen to a little bit of the person's story because you need to get them to the right kind of attorney. And a lot of times the callers, they're not going to say, I need a civil litigator down. You know, they don't, they don't have that vocabulary. So you, they'll ask you, okay, what county are you located in? So very first thing is we want to make sure that we have Um, attorneys to help you. Otherwise, we're going to, like I said, refer you to one of the others. Um, We're going to ask you your name. We're going to get your email address because when we are giving you the referral, we're going to give you the contact information for the attorney. Um, The system's also going to email you so that if you wrote something down wrong or you're not doing it right then, people call in their car, they can't write stuff down. So we need your email address. Um, so as soon as they say geographic area, listen to a little bit of their story, get their name, get their email address, that's about all we need. Um, and we write all that down because the system also generates an email to the ref- the attorney that we're referring them to. So they, it's just a heads up for the attorney. So we get enough information so the attorney knows when that person calls, it came from the Florida bar and they already know a little bit of what's going on.
1: Okay, that's great. So the attorney will kind of – they'll get their name right basic information like a quick snapshot of what the problem is so they can kind of prepare Mm -hmm. okay that's great and then um about how long does the call usually take
0: well it's interesting sometimes the call is just very matter of fact if the person knows what they want and we have something pops up other times um people are distraught and you know we we tell our um, clerks you know be patient um don't interrupt. Some people, you know, obviously, uh, they they a lot of times they want to give you a lot of information, and or you know, you just need to let them vent a little bit. So it depends. A phone call could take thirty seconds. A phone call could take fifteen minutes. Um, we get a lot of senior callers, um, you know, and so we, we they know to just get. We're here to help the caller, so yep. it's going to take as long as it takes.
1: So they're trained. They get all the information they need. Yes. Um, at the end of the call. What is shared with the caller so they know kind of what the next steps are in the process? The important
0: thing is we're, you know, obviously, like I said, the contact information, we give them the location, um, their name, their number. So it is up to the uh, client to or the caller to reach out as a potential client to the referred attorney. Um, And now I'm blanking. What's the rest of that question?
1: No, I mean, that's well, that's an important point because. That leads into my next question is that it's up to the client to make that first interaction, not the attorney, right? Right.
0: This is a really important point because now the rules regulating the Florida bar are kicking in. So an attorney can never solicit a client. And it doesn't matter that you got an email from us saying, hey, we're referring this person to you. If the client, if the, I'm not going to call them a client, if the caller decides to not call the attorney, the attorney cannot contact them. That is considered solicitation under the rules regulating the Florida Bar. So the attorney, even though they have that information, they've got to wait on the client to... the caller to make the first move. I'm going to keep saying yeah, that.
1: Potential client.
0: Potential <laughs> client. The caller must make the first move. We're never going to um, let the attorney reach out to them because uh, for a lot of reasons. If you're going through a divorce, you don't want that phone call. You know, there's, there's situations. So it, the client's got to be the first one to reach out.
1: Right. And that's a good point because it mm-hmm. could be a, a scary situation for the caller right. at home. Yeah. And yeah, you domestic don't Domestic need... violence. Exactly. Um, all kinds of things. So yeah,
0: it, we okay. have to be very respectful of, okay. the, of the caller.
1: Yeah. Good, good information, mm-hmm. so it's up to the client, and you know they may decide to do something different, change their mind and absolutely you just have to kind of wait on that, okay, so we were earlier talking about the counties that the bar serves mm-hmm. um and I'm sure there are some counties that just have we can call them dead zones mm-hmm. where there aren't maybe a lot of a- attorneys in our database to serve those clients. Mm-hmm. How how is that handled? How do, how do the clerks find referrals for those right, individuals? Right, right.
0: And so one of the reasons I, you know, I was glad you wanted to do this podcast is because we want more members to sign up. We want to be able to serve the public. But when that happens, because we have very rural areas in Florida where there may only be a dozen attorneys in the county, um, but what we're going to do if we have nobody in that has signed up for our LRS? service to refer this person to we will direct them to floridabar.org a lot of people if you're a member you're looking up you want to make sure you're i don't know the find a lawyer thing people look at it for different reasons because your discipline history is there your contact information people want to see where their friends went to law school or when they were admitted the the main purpose for the public of that is they can sort that there's all these great filters on find a lawyer at floridabar.org so we will tell them go to the main website put in either your city or your county, you can sort the filters, put in your area of law, and it will pop up all of our members who are, uh, you know, that fit that criteria. So they can go out and just find someone there on their own and anyone can do that, obviously.
1: Yeah. But I mean, our lawyer lawyer referral service is fantastic though, because, you know, they're getting to that person that they need. Absolutely. Perfect. So now that we've kind of covered how it works for the caller, mm-hmm. you know, when, they, when they're when they initiating this whole process. Let's talk a little bit um, uh, for the attorney on their side um, and how this will work for them. Is this service only available for Florida bar members or if you have an attorney, say, in Georgia, because, you know, it's right there, but they're not You know, a member of our Florida Bar.
0: Be this is only a service open to Florida Bar members eligible to practice. Okay, and so and a lot of people don't realize when you say eligible to practice. Um, that can mean a lot of things like um, a member is now a, a member of the judiciary. They don't take clients or they're in-house counsel. So there's reasons why members, you know, wouldn't want to be on the service, but you've got to be eligible to practice. You have to be a Florida Bar member. Um, and I, there's some other criteria too. You must, um, it's the only time that we get this call a lot in the practice management uh, center. And you know this, the, um, you don't have to have malpractice insurance unless you are on our LRS service. So as soon as you want to get on the LRS service, you've got to carry at least hundred thousand dollars of professional liability insurance. Uh, You have to be a member in good standing.
1: I think those are the, yeah, those 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 are, those are the big ones. Oh, and
0: if, well, and we're going to do a discipline check because even if the website doesn't show discipline history and it usually goes back 10 years, um, we're going to check with our lawyer regulation department to make sure that there's no open cases for what they call probable cause.
1: Okay, um, and so you know, we talked a little bit about the caller, you know, giving their email information and all of that, and so i'm I'm assuming then the attorneys will get an email as well, which mm-hmm. we kind of talked about, so that's really good. And we also you know talked about how they should wait for the client to reach out for them. Yes, they should not do that. um, so let's jump to the client reaches out to the attorney, Mm -hmm. they schedule an appointment, they come in. What is the fee um, that they're expected to pay for that first consultation? Okay, this is really important for
0: details. This is why it's such a great service for the public. Um, What you agree to when you become a member of the LRS panel is that you will provide a 30-minute consultation for no more than $25. So this client is going to come in and tell you what's going on. You're going to listen to them. They're getting your time, 30 minutes of your time for $25. Um, we also have low fee and elderly fee panels. So if if someone calls in and says, um, you know, I can't afford, you know, to pay full price, uh, we do have attorneys that where we let them negotiate their rates. And so if you are a low fee or the elderly fee, um, that 25 minute consultation, 30 minute consultation is going to be free. And then you agree to reduce your regular rates if someone qualifies. And there are very specific income qualifications for a person to qualify for the low fee panel. Um, and there's a lot of details when you tell us what practice areas you're willing to um, have callers referred to you for. Uh, there's there's some things that cannot be on those panels. And there's some things um, I want, I'm going to go into all the details because this matters. Most of our listeners are attorneys. You pay a hundred to be on the panel every single year. That's the first thing. That's your application fee. And when you renew each year, it's $125. You agree to do the 30-minute consultation for no more than $25. Then if if that client retains you and you get a settlement or they pay you a fee, you agree to remit 12% to the Florida bar. And the, there's a little, there's some um, specific details that kind of tweak that. There's areas where we do not ask for that 12%. We do not collect um, a percentage if the person is filing personal bankruptcy or if they're contacting you about social security benefits. You don't pay us 12%. Okay. Um, and then, again, if they participate in the low fee and elderly fee, we don't get 12% on those.
1: Okay. Um so I'm assuming the clerks can kind of ask questions and figure out where they fit in as far mm-hmm. as the panels go. And and we and don't
0: – these are people that um, they can afford an attorney – um, some of them can absolutely afford a regular attorney; they're just looking for guidance. Other people are they don't they don't fall into like they're not going to qual- qualify for legal aid because if someone calls in and says I can't afford to pay an attorney anything, our clerks have a list of all the different legal aid societies okay. around the state, and we will give them that contact information. So we're not sending our LRS panel members people that can't afford to pay them.
1: Okay, I think that's a good yes. That's good to know. Yes, yeah. Okay,
0: we're not ex- we're not asking you to do pro bono work. So I do want to make that really clear. Um, but there are, and there's certain, um, so say you say, yes, I will take low fee. I'll take people where I'm going to reduce my rates a little bit. There are areas that, that can only be regular uh, panel because it doesn't matter about the caller's income and it's tort. So like if they were, it's a personal injury case, they're not paying you anyway. So if we don't put those on low fee, there's areas of practice that won't get put on low fee or senior uh, panels. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, okay. it does. It does. What is required for the attorneys as far as follow up? So they've had the mm-hmm. the client come in, whether a potential client, yes. <laughs> um, Whether they decide, you know, it's not going to work out for mm-hmm. that particular situation, or they take the case on. Do they have to follow up with the bar in either situation?
0: Yes. And so, one. Um, you know, obviously, just like any potential client that walks through your door, you need to do a conflict check. Don't sit down with them for 30 minutes if you realize that you already talked to their spouse last week. I mean, that's just common sense for for attorneys. So don't set up the 30-minute consultation. Do the conflict check when the person calls you. After that, if, if they come in and you realize, and, you know, it's they're counting on your legal expertise. So if you think this person doesn't have a case or this isn't something that I can handle and you let them know, that's fine. But you would go into our system online and you would check, yes, I saw this person, did not retain. So you do need to update within 30 days. Every month you need to be checking in um, when you're on the panel, logging into your profile inside Um, and updating your cases. So, you know, oh, I forgot about that one. You know, that was six months ago and now we got a settlement check. So close that out. So we do ask them to follow back up with us on a very regular basis.
1: Okay. That's perfect. Cause that's one of my other questions was how can they log into some sort of portal and and see everything and kind of manage everything. And it sounds like they can. So So that makes it easier.
0: Absolutely. And the, the big announcement here is that we're about to get much improved software. So if you are on the panel and you're not loving the software that we've been using, we get it. Uh, it wasn't great on our end either. Um, I've been the director for just about a year now and so we've made a lot of changes including bringing you on board. Lots of positive yeah. changes happening at the Practice That's Resource exciting. Center. So we are about to, we, Carla and I um, had just beat the bushes trying to see what was out there in this space. And we finally found software that is, does exactly what we need for the LRS system. And we will be Implementing that, the contracts are signed. Um, they're doing some tweaks to the new software to make it um, even uh, more user friendly for for the Florida Bar, for us, for our members that use it, and that's going to be online this year. So um, th- there is, you know, we obviously have software right now, and so you can log in and do all of that. It's going to be much better. Um, right now, when you apply, you still have to print out your application, unfortunately, and send it in. We're going to have everything electronic. Um, But other than the application, everything's electronic right now, but it's just going to be way better. Our hands have been tied. We couldn't update um, a person's settings. It was hard for the uh, panel members to change things when they logged in. So the new system is going to be much more user-friendly for the public. For the panel members and for us. So we're excited about that.
1: Okay, perfect. So as of right now, Mm -hmm. if they're interested in joining, they still need to do the paper application. Yes. Okay. And we'll talk a little bit more about where to find all that. So
0: and so I'm gonna we're gonna put all these links on too. But if you're if you're curious now, you can go to lrs.floridabar.org and that will bring you to the lawyer referral service page. Um, at the top right, if you're interested in joining, you can click that. This is the same page members would go to if they're looking to find an attorney, and it does online referrals. So if someone doesn't want to call us, they can go to lrs.floridabar.org at 10 o'clock at night and put in their information, and the system will generate a referral for them. Um, And so that will still exist with the new software, obviously.
1: Okay. And for our existing members in Mm -hmm. the service obviously, we're going to just take all their information and yes. put it into the new, the new yes. system. So it's, it's, they don't have to worry about doing anything. Absolutely. It'll okay. be
0: migrated, but they'll get a heads up saying, hey, you know, it's here's the new system. Uh, once we get them migrated, we'll ask them to check that everything um, showed up correctly. It could be that they're not practicing certain areas or they've added a new office. They're, it's a good time to just um, kind of like a spring cleaning once it starts and say, make sure everything's up to date. And they're going to – when I, we want them to go look at it because they're going to be much happier. The financial side of it is better. Um, we're going to be – the just, just so many things have been tweaked to make it easier on them. So know that that is
1: coming. Yeah. No, that's great because like mm-hmm. you said – They may want to add a a new practice area onto that or remove something. So,
0: and oh, and I do want to make one little point because uh, firms are growing. Of course, when after you find up sign up for the LRS service, probably your firm is going to be getting lots more business. You may have hired another associate. You can't, it's, we don't set it up per firm. Each Member, just like we don't regulate law firms at the Florida Bar, we regulate our individual members, that's how the LRS is. So say you were a solo when you signed up and now you've hired two associates. You need to get your associates signed up as LRS panel members to be um, you know, to if you're following all the rules. Okay. So
1: that's a good point. Yes. Very good point. Okay, so we kind of talked about just the follow-up process. If you know, when the potential client comes in, Mm -hmm. what if they're sent someone and it's just not even their area of law? It's just a terrible match. Mm -hmm. Can the attorney, what what should they do? They're like, what in the world happened here?
0: Absolutely. Cause there can, you know, there are people, um, there's, there's misunderstandings, there's breakdowns, you know, anytime there's a human uh, factor, there's going to be maybe some miscommunication. So if that happens, we want them to call us back because a lot of times, um, it's that, you know, the the wrong box was ticked and they're like, I never did traffic tickets right. or you know, whatever <laughs> right, it was right. and stuff. I'm like, well, thank you. No, call us. And a lot of times, honestly, the attorneys are so busy. It's the people calling us back. The caller will call back and say, their office said they don't do landlord tenant and we're like thank you so what happens then is we reach out to our lrs panel member and we say hey we got a call saying you're not doing this anymore and they're like oh yeah right i forgot to change it so we get it corrected um so no we're always trying to tweak it to be the most accurate the other thing is with the online referrals um the self-referrals they may have not you know they they may not have completely understood um the criteria they were putting in or whatever filter they put in so they could have been um Paired with someone. So we want uh, people to call us back and let us know if there's been that situation. We want to get, have everything as accurate as possible.
1: Okay. And I'm sure that is the same as if they have a potential client come in that they've, it was just a nightmare. Interaction well, too. Okay. I mean, you yeah. know, just like, just, just
0: like in any, you know, in the greater population, there's people that are um, there's a lot of mental health issues, and mm-hmm. so we have people in our system that that call us every day, or things are going on, and so we know not to refer them out. You know, we talk to them. So if that happens, we we want to know about it too. If they're if they have something odd going on, we also anytime a caller calls us back and they they tell us like something went horribly wrong, like things weren't handled correctly i'm probably going to reach out to the attorney and say hey what happened because we do keep track of callers complaints we keep track of um if there's been a problem caller you know that they've they've gotten a referral for every area of you know law that exists we're aware of that so we're we're always trying to correct that
1: okay i think that's good for everyone to know Mm -hmm. you know attorneys too that they just know that hey we've we're working on all all the bases here Mm -hmm. and so we're we're trying to tweak it and make it Absolutely. A, a good system for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you did mention that there's $125 to join the service. That's right. What if um, is that through the course of a one year? It's and a then calendar it's, year. Okay. Yeah.
0: So say you if if you call if you send in your application in October. Um, we'll put you on, and it's it's going to be for the next year. Um, we we do have some cutoff dates, but if you're joining in February, you're still going to have to renew after the end of the calendar year. So it's one calendar year. It's we don't really like pro-rate it. If you call me in July, we're not going to. It just gets way too complicated. So typically, people get on the panel, and then at the end of the year, we send out renewal notices. They can just do that um, with a credit card. Um, they do need to update their deck sheet that shows that they still have professional liability insurance. Um, and so there, and we run, we check their discipline history again. So each year when we're renewing, there is, you know, there's some work behind it. It's not just that we re-upped you.
1: Okay. So $125 each per year, year. That's correct. which is, that's a very small It's a fee, great really. I mean, marketing
0: idea for you. Cause if you've yeah. looked at the cost of, of, you know, billboards and television commercials, um, we get hundreds of calls a day. A lot of people don't realize that that the phones are ringing off the hook. So if you want to be a part of that, one hundred twenty-five dollars is the deal of the century to oh, yeah. to be a you know to get a cut of those calls.
1: And we hear the calls, and I can <laughs> yeah. say that they are on the phone. Yes. eight a.m. to five thirty p.m. or beyond. That's right, sometimes Monday through Friday. Yeah, it's it's very busy, very very mm-hmm. busy. All right, and so obviously we talked about the new system and mm-hmm. how it will be able to go on and. Update everything and and pay everything through that math, You know the fees yes. and everything. Yes. Once we get to
0: that point. Yeah, the old so. system had a little bit of a disconnect. So when you like paid your twelve percent with a credit card, it it went through that software company. Now it's going to go straight through finance and accounting here at the bar. We're going to have much more control over it, um, and so it'll be an immediate. Uh, there, it's just going to be cleaner for everybody.
1: Can we talk about when the new system might come? <laughs> Okay, or is here, it too soon? Here's
0: the latest. So um, it's it's an out-of-the-box product specifically made for state bar LRS services, which is amazing. Um, because we are having them tweak it for the online things, because we have a cutout for the 10 uh, local bars, they're engineers right now. So we signed the contracts. I'm trying to think. Like um, the CEO let me know that they were – Literally next week, we're going to go to timeline of implementation. And so just like any big software program, there's going to be, um, we have to back it all up. The other company has to, you know, upload and they download. There's going to be this whole thing. There's We're going to have to get our clerks trained up. Um, so we will have a timeline, but it is actively it's definitely happening. By the end of the year, we will be 100% on the new program.
1: Oh, the end of this year. This
0: calendar year, we'll oh, be 100%. up. Okay. That's, and, and that's, that's great. That's worst case. Mm-hmm. If, if we can make it move faster, I'm always all for that. Okay. So
1: Well, that's – I mean, no, that's amazing because yeah. we're – Yeah, yeah. We're and it's much more intuitive.
0: Year. So it, there's not going to be a huge learning curve for people to use uh, the new system.
1: Okay, excellent. All right, so can we just talk about um, – Maybe some examples of when an attorney might be removed, like yeah. just yeah, you know, things come up. But um, I mean
0: all of the normal things like you would expect. I've retired. Don't send anybody my way. Um, but other things happen, like um we get notified when a when the bar has opened a file after a bar complaint. And if if our people have determined there's probable cause, we're gonna you know, we're going to set you to not active in the system until that's resolved. If you've been obviously suspended, disbarred, um, there's a lot of reasons that we're going to do that. Other things have happened in the history of the LRS. I mean, there were people that were abusing the system or they weren't, you know, they turned out to be um, unethical They or they weren't. We we want, you know, the the practice of law is a noble profession and we expect the attorneys to be professional and respectful of the clients. If I get a whole lot of complaints about the same attorney and then I reach out and I find that all of them were accurate, we're not going to renew you. We're going to take you off because the bar is not going to send people to, you know, retain you. So we do ask, there's, there's a high standard set for that.
1: Okay. All right. It, just to recap, so the basic re- requirements for bar members to join, they've got to be licensed in Florida, must mm-hmm. be in Florida, yes. um, member in good standing, and they need to have uh, professional liability insurance coverage of at least 100000 mm-hmm. And as of this time, they can go on the website, download the paper application right. i guess you could say yeah um and send it in but very soon it sounds very very soon we'll have our new system and they can do everything online yes so that's fantastic mm-hmm. um 125 fee to join the service and then
0: and they collect the 25 dollars um, when they meet with the client for 30 minutes the local i, I want to point out a few little details the local bar associations have their own setups some of them um, actually collect the fee for the consultation themselves. And so um, it's it's a little bit of a different process. They have different percentages that they collect um, if the person retains the attorney that is uh, when the person is referred to them. Um, so a lot of the details that I'm talking about right now are just the Florida Bar LRS. If you're going to one of the local voluntary bar programs, make sure you look at at what the uh, you know, the yearly fee is and what those consultation fees are, who's collecting them because it is different. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's a good point because mm-hmm. we're talking about our service, but it doesn't right. mean right. that's the same across yeah. the board. And so. they're, al-
0: they're allowed to do that, but they do have to let us know. So we, they all file reports. We run discipline history checks on their LRS panels. So, you know, we still are overseeing the programs locally to make sure that, you know, that it's the members of the public are being served and protected.
1: Okay. Excellent.
0: Oh, and I haven't, I neglected to say we have an 800 number. So I'm going to tell you this 800-342-8011. That's the number that the public will call and reach our eight lawyer referral service clerks. And again, they can also do the online referral option at lrs.floridabar.org. Okay. Excellent. Well,
1: this was great information. So, um, Thank you so much for answering well, all my you. questions. And thank you for being so brave.
0: Most people that are uh, your first time on the podcast, they're not hosting. So a, l- a little bit of a twist. I also want our longtime listeners that are saying, where's Carla? She is weeks away from having her first baby. So we're happy to share that news. So you will not be hearing Carla's voice for a few months. She's going to be on maternity leave, but she's coming back to us. And I think this is a great introduction. So if you're looking for practice management assistance, uh, you will be speaking to Jamie. So now you've gotten to know you a little bit. Yes. So Thank you for doing this.
1: Give us a call. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our program. Thank you so much, Christine, for joining me today. Christine, if our listeners have questions, and I know you Mm -hmm. mentioned this earlier, how can they find the website and more information about the bar's lawyer referral service?
0: Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast on LegalFuel.com, you're going to see all the links below the the player for for it. Otherwise, go to, again, lrs.floridabar.org or call us 800-342-8011. And if you're trying to reach us for practice management advice, go to LegalFuel.com. You can see our phone number there. And you can chat with us. You can email us.
1: Perfect. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcast. Join us next time for another episode of the Florida Bar's Legal Fuel podcast brought to you by the Practice Resource Center of the Florida Bar. I'm Jamie Moore. Until next time, thank you for listening.
0: If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalFuel.com. Don't miss an episode by subscribing to the Florida Bars podcast via iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, and RSS. Find the Florida Bars Practice Resource Center Legal Fuel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of nor are they endorsed by the Florida Bar. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.